Later on, we have Josh Harmon. <laughs> You're easy to crack. You know, if a wolf attacked me, it's a dangerous wolf. And like in an hour, I had 100,000 views. And I was like, oh my God. And now the boss has to do it again. Horrible Seinfeld impression where he just like goes, ah, ah, <laughs> like that. Well, you self-conscious about your, your rim job there? It's folding. I mean, <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back to the Picky Boys Podcast. Welcome back to Picky Boys Podcast. It's Spooktober. Spook. This is, well, two weeks we have four. We have four episodes. Well, three episodes and one specialty video. That's true. All dedicated to Halloween. Different costumes, different things, different picnic blanket. This is very nice. Oh yeah, look at this. I don't know. You guys can barely see this, but there's a there's a, there's a there's a there's a pit. We have a picnic cloth. There's a there's picnic blankets for everything. There's a spider behind me. This, this is some, going I got like a ghoul thing going on. It's like a haunted house in here. It's gonna be so much of spoopy boys. There's gonna be so much spook. It's and, unbelievable. Um, what are what, what what are you dressed as? Today? Wait, hold on. I gotta tell him what's going on. I mean, later on we have Josh Harmon, the TikTok drummer. Oh yeah, Josh plays us. drums on TikTok. Yeah, he drums. Um, well, he'll explain it, right? That's the whole point. Yeah, he'll explain it. But it's a very very cool, very very cool guy. Does a lot of like who, who does something that I think is really interesting. Um, so stick around and see what it's all about. And don't forget to like, drop a comment, comment anything, comment, comment, comment what what you think the next costumes are gonna be that we're true. gonna do, and also comment what is what are you gonna go as if you're even going anywhere. Halloween's weird. Uh, yeah, well, especially during you know this time. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be there's gonna be a million doctors, a thousand just surgeons, a thousand surgeons, probably some bloody ones. I'm, I'm uh, it's probably already sold out. From Party City or oh, Spirit dude, or whatever. About, what about all the like Among Us? There's probably going to be a bunch of astronaut helmet people, like yeah, girls and Among Us will be big. Um, it's the same thing like how Fortnite was big, you know? Like that that summer after that summer that Halloween after like the big game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what everybody goes as. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I don't but, know. But what were you going to ask me? Sorry. Uh, explain your costume today. Oh, I got a shark. Whatever you on? I think I'm a Mako. You've seen, you, I think you guys Mako? seen this before. Mako shark. What is that kind of? Is it oh, dangerous? I, uh, I mean, it. Look at these. You know. I mean. I mean, know. would you want to go up against any shark? No, no. Mako I'm just, or but I'm, I, I know there are docile sharks. Like a nurse shark. I, I feel like uh, people who really like sharks are um, are kind of get upset when people classify them as like these dangerous monsters. I mean, yeah, but that's like people saying like. Like the wolves in the wild, like you know. It's like no, it's not. It is because <laughs> if I came across a wolf in the wild, I'd be like, yeah, I'm probably not supposed to be swimming or not supposed to be foresting in this forest. But you know, if a wolf attacked me, it's a dangerous wolf. True, but the thing is, I think I, th I think there are I think a lot of sharks get messed m confused with the great white shark because okay. the great white shark is the one that actually is a dangerous monster. That's and well, and like sand sharks are just they're like you should be more afraid of crabs. I mean, yeah, the fucking those those little suckers will pinch your pinky off if you exactly. step wrong. You should be made, you should be more afraid of crabs than you should be afraid of sand sharks. So some sharks get bad rep. Not all sharks are the same. That's not all sharks not are all the same. Not all sharks are the same. Stop grouping these sharks together, people. Does your shark have a name? Mark. Mark the Mako shark. Nice. All right, what about you? Uh, I'm a I'm a red solo cup, as the Toby Keith song um, goes. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Is that is that your motto? <laughs> that's yeah, that's my motto. I have my ball here, <laughs> um, ball in hand. So yeah, you know, I really wish, you know, I'm a big guy, but this is very small. This rim is very small. If if there was a 115 pound little woman in here, that you still wouldn't be able to fit this ball into this. If there was, a, you could pretty much fit it now. If no, there was you a can't. 115 pound to, woman, 
Maybe a hundred. Maybe it's but but this is That's petite. This is made for a more petite man. Well, at least at least if you want it to be shootable. Right. Maybe you don't want it to be shootable. If you throw, I could get it in. Watch. Can well, no. I well, I guess the point is it's always on the side because you always miss beer pong shots anyway. I could do it. I could do it. Let me get in there. I don't think you can. All right, ready? Watch this. Just, just you know, give me a little help here. Oh, yep. Well, there. <laughs> you didn't even try. I, I, I have to get it over the mic too. You know, that's the. Not Jordan over here, and I did it. Whoa, it's a rim job. Uh-oh. Stay away from me. Uh oh, dude. If you throw that, Hate when that happens, if you if you throw that ball hard enough at a hundred fifteen pound, Jesus Christ, they'll get they'll get knocked over. They'll get knocked over. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a beach ball. <laughs> it's, it's a beach. This couldn't knock over a child. I guarantee, if there was a hundred pound woman in that, or a hundred pound man, doesn't matter, or a child in that cup, and they were a little drunk, hopefully the child's not drunk. Not saying that, and I pelted it at them. They're probably going down. You would go down. I mean, you know, you know what it is? The, the Red Solo Cup has been has been a standard in parties for years. I wonder how much more it has been, you know, glorified because of the song. Like, I wonder if after the song there was a, a, a rise in sales of Red Solo Cups. I don't think... Like, the thing is, like, is it a company? Is it, like, one of those, like, Band-Aid scenarios? Yeah, yeah. Solo Cup. Solo. Okay. So... So a lot of the red... A lot of the Red Solo Cups that you get aren't really... That's what I'm asking. Solo brand, but they're still red solo cups. And don't don't those most of the time actually like hurt the company, right? Yeah. It, because they associate like yeah, you have, your name's out there on everything, but if you're buying let's say band aids that aren't band aids, then it, it's not like they're getting a profit. I actually usually buy the off brand solo cups because those are the ones that still have like the circular and the rings. The new mm-hmm. solo cups are the ones with the square yeah, bottoms. Yeah, like square. What are you? What are you? I think doing? I think they tried to differentiate. Right. Like they tr- uh, they must have like made something patentable, I guess, that shape. And so I don't know. Or the indent, I guess. But they ruined it. They, no one who buys solo cups anymore. Now people buy you buy the the ones with the rings. Yeah, and also every like solo every uh beer pong like tray doesn't have square cup. Yeah, holders. a circle. A circle, so you can't even get in there. Unless you chisel the cup down. Yeah, I don't know what Solo's doing. I mean, they they were they were given a big gift. Somebody wrote a goddamn song about them and a catchy song too. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Come on, it's when it comes on a party, everybody go, everybody sings it, everybody knows what's going on. Oh God, let me run and get my red Solo cup. Let me put my beer in there. It doesn't matter. I could practically sing the whole thing. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, I do. There's there's with that one where it's like I really. We're gonna get copyrighted because uh, of you. Your, your, your <laughs> sultry country sounding uh, it's voice. It's like uh, I really love how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. <laughs> I guess because when know. beer runs down the something of my back, well, that my friends is quite yucky because <laughs> it's cracking. The, the... Yeah. What, what about the back? It's like when you beer runs back. down the back. Uh, something I don't know. Look it up. I don't think you know any. Then there's also the one. There's, it's actually, if you've ever seen the video, he sings a love song. There's one part where a Red Solo Cup mirage comes out of the sky, and he goes, Red Solo Cup, we don't, we, you're my friend. It's very strange. Does it's it a really weird him? video. It's like one of those? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it talks back. I think it just exists. And then it's like, a, and then it's the last chorus, and everybody's singing along. Do you think you're supposed to be shirtless with that costume? I don't think so. The man in the the man in the uh, I'm just wearing a distracting shirt. I'm definitely wearing the wrong shirt for the job. Right. Um. I don't know what kind of shirt I'm wearing underneath this. What's happening? This is this is. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Should yeah. I, take yeah. it off. <laughs> take it off. You know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Josh wouldn't mind. This, this, this guy shirt. won't be terrified. 
<laughs> yeah, really. Oh wow, this is. <laughs> Never mind. No, 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 no. Come on, you're doing good. <laughs> no, I'm just. Is... I'll go like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you undress for lovers. Okay. 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 We, we need to we need to zoom out more. Look, we got coffins, we got pumpkins. You're not putting. We have a zoom up. Oh yeah, look at this guy. I mean, my side's pretty zoomed. It's because you have a huge ass cup in the zoomed way. Zoomed out. There, the cup is in the way of anything. Cup's in the way of everything. The, yeah, this is his spine funnel. All right, so before Josh comes on, Danny wanted a shotgun out of our new uh, spine. That we, we should do. I'm gonna do this on the beginning of every Halloween episode. That's JT, by the way. Yeah, we kill them. <laughs> we kill them. <laughs> and now we're. No, no, because no, then it's gonna get in the. Introduce yourself and so what you do, or a little bit of something like that, and then we can just go from there. Well, hey guys, my name is Josh Harmon. I'm a musician and comedian. Um, I have a day job during the day, uh, <laughs> but I like about I don't know maybe three months ago I started uh, posting some videos online of my drumming, and yeah, this that's that's why I'm here. It's just sort of taken off and it's been really fun. COVID. True thing that I've done. Yeah. I think the reason it, like, I didn't know you were only doing it for three months, but I think the reason it shot up so fast is just because of like how unique the content is. I think like, you, yeah, it really is like, it's like super unique. Like it's some, it's just something that I guess, uh, like you can like is, is always there. Like, you know, the rhythm of comedy, but you just don't really mm -hmm. notice it. And then you kind of just pointed it out. And Ever since then, every time I see like a stand-up routine, I'm like, I wonder how yeah, Josh would play the drums along to these. Is well, it that's, that's yeah. very that's very kind. Um, <laughs> I think, I mean, other people have done this sort of thing, you know, and like going back to like, you know, it's a long tradition, like uh, like musique concrète, for if you want to get French with it. <laughs> uh, but people, so people have done this kind of thing before, but never really like to study comedians and comedic timing. Like I've seen like Charles Cornell is this guy who does like, he plays piano mm -hmm. to viral videos and stuff. So I, I'd seen sort of that before online, but my whole thinking with like why I started doing it was like, I'm a comedian myself and I'd love to write jokes and do stand up, and I would listen to recordings of myself and it just would be bad. <laughs> and I was like, why is this bad? Like I, I, my jokes, my like material is funny, but my, I'm just, it's just so bad. It sounds amateurish. And so it was sort of just my way of kind of studying the comedians who I really like and trying to get inside their delivery and just to learn more about it. I've, I've been playing drums since I was four. So it, it kind of just oh, okay. was a nice pairing. And the fact that people have been enjoying it as much as I have is amazing. Yeah, exactly. I actually forgot. We, we, we didn't even really say what exactly we're talking about. So you do this. So kind of like explain like the series, I guess you're doing on TikTok. Yeah. So it's called Rhythms of Comedy. Essentially, what I do is I take short bits, short excerpts from uh, great stand up comedians and I take the routines. I don't edit it at all. I take exactly how they said it and I play the drums along to the clip to sort of bring out the musical nature of their delivery. Do you start like hearing the rhythmic like tones and beats and everything now? And it's like, I, I could see <laughs> some people being, it's hard to separate the two sometimes. Yeah. I, uh, thankfully no. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> there was a period like 
because you know, it, it's so addicting, right? Like I posted the first one I posted and I had like, you know, I had had an Instagram for uh, maybe since 2019, but I had never really uploaded anything. I never really like it felt what it was like to have someone like a lot of people see something. And so I posted the first one and like in an hour I had a hundred thousand views and I was like, Oh my God. Like I, <laughs> so then I did like, <laughs> I did like five of them like in a row. Like I did like two, two a day and then another one. And then I was, I was like fried. And then when I was like talking, so I live with my parents now because of the, the, uh, cause of glow pan. Yeah. <laughs> and so as like, we were sitting around the table and they were talking and I was like, sort of hearing it but i've kind of mellowed out since then and now now i'm just numb i don't hear anything it's just <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> and and so to like uh so like has it worked like have you tried to like implement it and kind of like now follow a rhythm with your own comedy yeah i uh i'm more conscious of it but the problem is that now that i now that i know you know more about how to be a good comedian i like there's no place to do oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's hard to perform it because of the glow pan. And glow uh, pan, glow pan got me. Glow pan got me good. And, and uh, also, also, do you, do you think it's um, do you think like the 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 comedy bits that are funnier do they have a like a better rhythm? Oh, I yeah, I, I definitely think so. Like, there's an interview with Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld was the first one I did, and he's talking about. I think it's it's like some bonus feature on the Seinfeld DVD collection. Okay. This is deep. Uh, and he's talking about how he'll spend like two hours or something trying to whittle down one syllable off a joke. And that to me was like fascinating that he would just like puzzle over the language for that long, like on something that seems so meaningless, but it makes all the difference. And he's, you know, he's a master. Yeah. So that was, yeah. Seinfeld was the first one I did just because he's the. Oh. Did we lose him? Yeah, Zoom. And Zoom. Zoom's a, it's a tough, oh. tough, tough creature to tame. Yeah. I, uh. <laughs> I wonder how many awkward meetings and uh, incidents have happened on yeah. Zoom, like where, like, somebody's being fired or yeah. something. And, it's like, oh, you <laughs> and they out. just cut out and they're like, oh, yeah. what happened? What were you saying? <laughs> or, or, or just like a, a, oh, you're saying, like, the boss was about to fire them and then they the cut out? The boss fired them, they cut out, and now the boss has to do it again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, like, 90% of my social life now is just like, can you hear me? Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like old sprint commercials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how long does it usually take you to make one of your clips? It depends. Um, sometimes I honestly surprise myself. Like I, the, it's always the ones where it doesn't take me that long that like ex explode. Like the Brooklyn Nine Nine one. Right. I was like, I saw the clip and I had a video in forty five minutes. And then the Seinfeld one, which was the first one I did, that one took me like four hours to get. I was and it's, it's you. If you look at all my videos, it's the only one where I'm not smiling. Because people <laughs> always comment like. Oh my, I love like how you're laughing to the jokes and it's so nice how much fun you're having. And I, I do, I just sort of like, when the camera rolls, I try to like remind myself that what I'm doing is a lot of fun. And then I like, I just have a good time playing. But with that one, when I was doing the Seinfeld one, I look miserable because it's like my 50th take. <laughs> and I'm like sweating. It's horrible because in that clip, Seinfeld is like, he has these like 10 second long pauses. Like he tells a joke and then just waits, which is kind of interesting. 
but I was trying to like come back in right at the same time that he did. And there's um, no like, you can't like count in time. I don't know if you guys are mu musicians or not, but that one was so tough because of all those, all the pauses. Um, but yeah, I really, people always ask me like, what's your process? Like what, how do you do this? And I, I don't really know what like, <laughs> just, just I sort of it. just, um, the hardest part is finding the right clip to do because I want it to sort of be like a self-contained punchline, mm -hmm. you know, like a, a, with some context as opposed to just like, you know, one part of a joke that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. So that the joke people, is funny too. The whole, right. That's it. So I spend most of the, like the longest part of it is finding the right clip. And then once I have the clip, I basically just listen to it maybe like five or six times away from the drums. And I just, I just listen to it. And when I listen to it, I, like I just put it on my room, like I close the door and I turn like the speaker up all the way and I basically just dance to it, <laughs> which is my own weird approach, but it has really worked to help me make musical choices when I'm doing videos. Um, like other people have drummed to like, you know, spoken word type things and they catch like every syllable. I try to do more of like a musical kind of thing, making it sound almost like a song, which is sort of, that's just my own approach. And the, that's where that comes from. Like I try to play simply and make it sound like a, you know, like a pop song would sound as opposed to like intense jazz fusion, like catching everything, you know, bebop mm -hmm. or something like that. So that's my approach. And then I bring it to the drums and just sort of have fun with it. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's two hours later. That's so interesting. Have you ever thought about uh, filming yourself dancing to it? Maybe, maybe create a TikTok dance. Charlie D'Amelio will do it. And I, I always feel bad for the people, like and mostly the artists I see, where they mm. uh, they they show the example of like I've worked on this for forty eight hours. And then, oh like, my god, those are the worst. Yeah, and then it's like they draw like a stick figure, like just clapping, and it gets triple the amount the 48 hour piece gets it's like i don't even understand like this is just this must be this must feel terrible <laughs> yeah it really I, is like that because it's like you you it, it does seem and you, you you just said it like the ones that you take the least time on seem to blow up the most but you can't go into you can't go into creating something saying like i'm gonna try to make to not spend much time yeah. on this right what what i've found which has been really interesting is that the ones where i personally think the joke is great or like i love this show or i love this comedian those are the ones that on average do better than the ones where like oh this will be good like this will go viral because everyone you know people i don't know That's almost love, like reassuring. I, i'm trying to think of like i'm trying to think of an example right off the top of my head i can't but like even though i'm not even speaking you can't fake the authenticity like if i if i'm genuinely having a good time the video does better it's so bizarre that it's just it's communicated not through any language, not even, and I, you know, my body language is pretty similar in all the videos, but I can tell, like, if I'm really having a good time, it's going to do better. Like this Mark Norman one has been great because I love Mark Norman and he's not like a huge comedian, but he's so funny. He's so amazing. And like that has gotten a great response. So it's just, that's, if any of their if any TikTokers are watching, it's like, if you're having a good time, people are, will watch it. Yeah, that's good. Cause I also feel bad. I've seen a lot of, I mean, you, you kind of feel bad and you don't at the same time because they have something viral. But like an example is there's this one kid I saw that makes these puns, like these punny jokes. And then he like smirks mm. or makes or smiles at oh, the end yeah, of the yeah, beat drop. <laughs> and then 
like after the I guess the hundredth one, even though he's getting millions of views, he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So now you get stuck yeah. into this routine. Yeah, there are people like that right now who like there's a bunch of people who like dance to one specific yeah, song and then they, they 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 like a bunch of people in the comments tell them, "Oh, dance this dance, dance in this place, oh, yeah, dance like, in that uh, place." The guy, who, the guy who dances to like um Metro Station or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so like yeah. it, it, he is in a way kind of like pigeonholing himself cuz he's like <laughs> just like how many times can you do the dance? Show us the view, show us the view from <laughs> your fan. That, that's been my surprise with these rhythms of comedy videos is that like, I got, I'm sort of just doing the same thing over and over again, but it doesn't like, there doesn't seem to be any sort of depreciating interest in the, in them, which is, I don't know why people keep, people like it. So I'll keep making them, but I also feel like I'm sort of nearing, like I've done 23 of them now. I'm kind of nearing the point where like, I want to move on to something else. <laughs> well, I think, I think what makes those unique is the fact that like the, People request, you know, I saw the Mark Norman one was like a reply to a comment. And it's like, yeah. and because you, like a lot for a lot of people, I feel like it's like looking at their favorite comedian or TV show in a new way. And now you now you're just interested in like, oh, I wonder what like Mark Norman's thing sound like or what Dave Chappelle's That's rhythm true. sound like. And so like right. there there is an interest that is. I mean, there's so many comedians. I feel like it could go for a while, but, you know. I think you also feel that you've added something personally to the video if it's your comment that was used. So you're personally invested in it, and then it makes people want to, like, comment on it more, and then it's just a snowball of growing, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, every time after I make one, I'm like, all right, that's the last one. Like, way to go. <laughs> you did this great series. Like, good job josh like you're done like awesome that was so much fun and then i'll be you know i just i just love comedy so i'll be watching you know on youtube then i'll come across this like great clip and i'm like ah god i gotta ah, here we go let's start again <laughs> you know, plug it in there's speakers on like <laughs> so so then do you uh, have an idea of what you're thinking about switching to or are you just gonna roll with this until you're like i need to figure something else out roll with this until i'm like 80 years <laughs> yeah, old like, <laughs> just, like the whole world is just like a burning corn husk and i'm like still in my room just no um, like, i wonder what that i wonder what the screams sound like and you start drumming <laughs> yeah uh well what i want to do is just sort of i think the next phase of it would be to and i'm still this i'm just trying to figure this out from like a technical standpoint because i don't have that much gear or or any mics really but I want to just do my own jokes and play at the same time, which would be the next sort of oh. season two, season two uh, of Rhythms of Comedy would just be like my own kind of jokes. And then because people play guitar and tell jokes all the time, but I don't see a lot of drummer comedians. Yeah, for sure. That, that's that the that's, like yeah. comedians who who bring stuff on stage is is cool. I, I like I like musical comedians. You know, you have your like, like Dimitri Martin, right? your Bo Burnham's. Uh, there's a really good one. Uh, I think her name is Nina Daniels. She does a violin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, say, saying the joke and drumming the rhythm at the same time sounds like moving one hand one way and the other hand the other way. It's uh, like, like patting your head yeah. and rubbing your belly. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's probably we'll not. I mean, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Definitely not I, easy. Um, yeah, but I one thing that I've found with making these videos is that it's one. It's like it's just been a good a good thing to do while I'm just at home, like waiting for COVID to end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, the other, but the other thing is that it's been a great way to kind of just like keep pushing myself to like, just 
get myself out there. And part of that is because like, if you don't post on TikTok, then you just get like stomped on by the outlet, this mysterious God algorithm. It's like, you must post every day or I will like shadow ban you, whatever people say. Um, but no, I, like, I don't know, maybe four years ago, I wouldn't have had the self-confidence to like put all these videos online mm-hmm. or to, you know, tell my own jokes in front of a lot of people. But just, it's been good for me, even though I, I think it can be bad for a lot of people. I've taken a lot of solace out of the fact that like people, what I do, people enjoy it. And like, I don't know, people always comment like, I love how you're having so much fun in these videos. And that really encourages me to just keep going and like keep trying new things. And yeah, so the next step is just to put even more of myself out there and see how it goes. I wanted to make this um, like short film. This is just like an idea I had, which I don't know if I'll ever do. But the premise is that like it's about a stand-up comedian who like works really hard with his own material, but then he also has this horrible Seinfeld impression where he just like goes ah, ah, <laughs> like that, and that's what that's what then people everyone loves, and like people hysterically laughing at this guy just like going ah, ah. and then he, he like gets famous for that, but can never do his own material, and then he like is on the Tonight Show, and they're like do the Seinfeld bit, and he's like ah. <laughs> and like, he's crazy, he becomes so famous, and then but he's not doing any of his own stuff. He's just like, <laughs> like squealing like Jerry Seinfeld. And then it, yeah, that sounds like a great it's, idea. It sounds like I, an I, SNL skit. Too. Yeah, I have a I have a feeling that uh, you'll be doing uh, equally interesting and cool stuff after the rhythm of comedy series ends because that's a great idea. Thank you very much. So if you were drumming since four. So that means you were drumming all into like middle school, high school. Did you ever go through a like trying to start a band phase? Because I'm surprised that like we never went through that phase. I feel like that's the only cl- like thing we didn't hit. You know, I uh, I'm still in that phase. Anybody listening to this podcast want to be in a band with me? Let's go. Let's go. Let's ride. <laughs> nice. Let's come on. Take it all the way. I so I have a band actually. Oh. Um, my last name's Harmon, and my brother is also an amazing musician. He has like perfect pitch and he plays all these instruments. He's amazing. And so we've been jamming together, like always after dinner since, you know, we were, you know, I don't know, seven years old. Uh, we would go down to the basement where we have the instruments and just jam for like an hour every night. And so we have this like great connection. Like we know what the other person's going to play before they even play it. So we have the Harmon Brothers Band. We both went to the same college also, which is where we really started the band in earnest. Um, and we would just play parties and things and, you know, like frats and sororities at nearby schools, like would, would host us. And, um, we were a cover band primarily, and we just play like pop music and Motown. It was so much fun. Um, that's cool. Like that's cool. And then we played it. We played a couple of shows in New York. Uh, but it was so tough to like find like space that would have us. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was was difficult. When I moved to New York City, I had this like, I was so excited that it was going to be like a movie, right? Oh, here we go. It's Josh in the big city. Like I'm going to, you know, like find this like community and everyone's going to be an artist and we're going to, you know, take on the Big Apple. But I, I I don't know. That was never my experience. Like I never found like that hole in the wall club, like in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel when she finds that club and then it's like, she knows everyone there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I never found that place. I don't know if it exists anymore or if I just wasn't looking in the right places. But I never, in the year that I was there, I never found it. Huh. So I don't know. 
yeah I, I plus don't, I don't like know. everyone in the band lives in different states now so it's tough oh um, gotcha yeah, yeah i don't i don't i don't picture zoom bands working very well zoom band yeah i don't know <laughs> uh there's a there's actually a band called the main squeeze they have a tiktok now but they did a couple of like zoom things on youtube that were awesome so it can be done it's just quite difficult and everyone in the band needs to have like high quality gear and mics yeah which is tough and I'm sure that you know, there's, I'm sure you've already thought of this, but there's, there's definitely, I don't even know exactly what this word means, but there's definitely a pun in like, uh, like philharmonic or something. Oh yeah. 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 Harmonica. All, like yeah, Harmon, yeah. Harmon, <laughs> Phil. Harmony. There's all, all kinds. You, yeah. You, you know, you started off. You it's started, a great name. It's, you, that's what I, that's the, that's the point of the sentence. You started that off by saying, I'm sure you thought of this already. <laughs> like, like that went, wasn't the most obscure thing. Nose dived. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to start a band, but I'm so musically inept that I it hasn't even crossed and, my mind. And perfect pitch is almost a superpower. It practically is a superpower. If I don't know if you guys, if anybody knows what perfect pitch is, but if correct me if I'm wrong, also he could hear like a chord being played or like a, a note being played and guess the the pitch, right? Like A minor, B, yeah, something. Like except that. he's not even guessing; like he knows it yeah, cold, right? Knows. Which is it's crazy. Um, which makes so the band is so much fun because we could take requests instantly because of that like oh. someone could say you know play lock it ahead by bruno mars and like i mean it's easier to pick something up on the drums like if i know the song i can play the beat but he can get the chords like just out of his head like pluck him out of thin air and so that's what we a lot of times the band would do like um karaoke live so we would like have like people from the audience come up and sing and they we would just like say a song and we'd play it it's amazing like i wish i had that i'm not sure you can't learn it. Like you either have it or you don't. Yeah, it's just one of those things where That's it's crazy. like, yeah, that guy is a superpower, it's, and I'm over here. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's really, really wild. I um, I bought a stopwatch because I was looking at ways to like be more productive, and people were saying like, oh, use the uh, you know, like like Pomodoro tomato timer. Oh, yeah, like twenty five on, yeah. five off, right? Yeah. So I bought myself a stopwatch to try to like become a master of my day and time, and um. <laughs> Instead, I've just been trying to like get the stopwatch to stop like at exactly eight seconds or like exactly you know just uh, playing a game with myself like the blinking uh, thing. Yeah, but I, I found that my time, like if my brother has perfect pitch, I have some kind of perfect rhythm, perfect time kind of thing, where like I can get the stopwatch. I wish I had it here. I can show you, but like I can pretty much nail it like sixty beats per minute, right? Is you know would be One. two bars of 60 beats per minute would be, uh, you know, right at four seconds or right at eight seconds. It would be eight seconds. I could like get it without really thinking about it. Oh, it's okay. Well, here we go. And I can just count it and stop pretty much right on eight every time. Well, that's the, um, that kind of incorporates into your, the rhythm catching of the comedic moments in the drums, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. Uh, do, have you like gotten any feet, like gotten any response from any of the comedians you've played along to? Yeah, that's that's actually really the most fun part about it. Um, the hit rate with these things is crazy. And I think it's because of COVID, these celebrities have nothing to do just like us and they're on their phones all the time. So I'm like, I did one with um, Hannibal Burris. This was like really one of the earlier, this was like the third or fourth one. And then I put it up on Instagram 
and I wrote in the caption like at Hannah like everyone like please tag Hannibal like I hope you see this I'm such a big fan like oh my god like what a dream it would be if you saw it and like, <laughs> I mean that, was. that works and um instantly within five seconds of me uploading it he commented like hey man this is great <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what like how is that even possible and it's just social media is such is so wild and like that's just I, I you know and since then like Ben Schwartz I did I did one of John Ralph from Parks and Rec he like shared that put it on on his own Instagram Eric Andre put it on his story and then Mark Norman just shared mine and Mary Beth Barone also like all these people that's cool have shared it but what I my strategy is that I not really strategy I'm just like showing what I think about it but I like I'm always very nice like, I'm just like check out how amazing like this comedian is uh and I think that that helps one thing I've found especially with like all this online stuff is that anyone who's negative it doesn't help I I, I do agree with you that positivity and like just putting out like like just entertaining content is like a lot of people you know need it right now yeah. and uh I guess I think I think that's a, a beautiful place to end it. Yeah, we could, we got we got a good amount of time. Um, thank you again oh, wow. for joining yeah. us and everything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, My pleasure. You know, it's actually the first podcast I've ever been on. Oh, really? Oh, well, oh, you're never glad to be the yeah. first. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a real I feel like a real celeb. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun fun for me. Um, Thank you for having me. And you could, uh, yeah. you could tell the. This is my maybe this be my big break, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell the people like uh, your handles and everything, where to find you, what's going on, you know. Okay, yeah. So, you can find me on TikTok at Josh Plays Drums, on Instagram. I'm so close to ten thousand, which would be really fun. Uh, for no reason other than like it looks cool if the numbers turn to Ks. I think that's always fun. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, I think that's true. But the Instagram handle is Josh underscore Harmon underscore. I'm trying to get it so that it's just Josh Harmon with no underscores, but that username is owned currently by another guy named Josh Harmon who owns a, a like a landscaping business in North Carolina. I'm going to call his uh, landscaping business like <laughs> tomorrow, I think, and try to convince him to give me the username. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited to do that because well, i think yeah. it's going to be i think it's going to be excruciating I'll, i'm definitely going to ask for an update about that tomorrow yeah absolutely uh let, yeah. let us know so, yeah. what happens yeah. and uh we'd love to have you on again maybe maybe a dr maybe your drums are here next time who knows yeah when <laughs> you know I, that wouldn't be so hard to do i could just bring this setup downstairs and uh i could demonstrate a few things if that would be of interest i'd love to come back this is so much fun thank you guys for having great me. all right yeah thank you oh yeah uh, and you can find me at dmore723 on Instagram. Oh, I you, you, you gave a little... You can find me at Aunt Prisco. Can't forget to follow. Picky Boys Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Check out the gaming channel. What day does it come out? This is when this will be the 21st. This will come out, this will come out Wednesday. Uh, this Sunday, I believe, uh, Johnny uh, over on Picky Boys Gaming on Twitch is doing like a 24-hour uh, breast cancer awareness live stream um, with one of his streaming friends, Assassin. Uh, so he'll be streaming for like 24 hours. There'll be games. There'll be, there'll be a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, maybe we'll head the, over there. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll head over there. And uh, all of it's for, you know, a great cause, breast cancer awareness. And there'll be, there'll be donation links in the 
Twitch. You you, you get the idea. Um, and also check out next four, next three episodes are all going to be full of spook. So if you like spooky, scary skeletons, come on back. And, uh, and we're gonna, so for the for the thanks for Thanksgiving, God, my brain for the Halloween episode, are we gonna teach you the spooky, spooky skeletons dance? Yeah, yeah, we can we can it? figure it out. Yeah, all right, good. we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, other than that, guys, peace. peace.